One love, y'all, because we're together. United, baby, under one roof. Come on. In a house. A house of sounds. It's one love, y'all. I want to welcome everyone to Constructive Talks, a place where you can sit back and have intelligent conversations without judgment. We believe that all experiences can have constructive outcomes because in every experience, there's a constructive lesson to be learned, which can be used to empower you and those around you towards a positive, constructive goal. Today's topic is the Investment Mindset Series. What this episode will talk about is how we've been culturally conditioned about how to build wealth. I'm not going to edit this episode much. I'm just going to talk. At any given time, you know, I might go left, I might go right, but I'm going to come back to the topic. Remember in the previous episodes, we talked about cultural conditioning and the types of cultural conditioning based on what I think, my opinion, right? And I said there's internal, external, and subconscious cultural conditioning. Of course, the internal is folks around you that are close to you, um, be it parents, friends, family, loved ones, coworkers. External is all external, be it TV, social media, be it what you're taught in schools, etc. And then the subconscious cultural conditioning is things you do automatically. Okay. Um, and I think I made the example of uh, sometimes when we eat, we'll get the fork, spoon, and knife, even if we don't need it. We just get it because that's what we've been taught. And we've been taught that's the right way to do it. That's how you're supposed to eat. You're supposed to have your fork on the left. You're supposed to have your cup on the right. That's that subconscious stuff that we've been taught in, and we kind of take it from generation to generation and teach it because it was taught to us as the right way to do things. And as you know from my podcast is I'm breaking the molds. Do what you want to do or what you need to do, not only to survive, to be happy, to be comfortable, to pass something that's not only enlightening, but educational. That way the next generation can build off of that. Because I think we have, in my opinion, I think we, we're, we're probably using things that were taught to us in the early 1900s now that was passed on generation to generation. I, gotta, I have to do a little research on that, but mm, I'm quite sure we can find some of those things are still powerful in our lives that were taught to our ancestors back in the early 1900s and beyond, you know, 1800s, 1700s, etc. But what I want to talk about is in this investment mindset, episode one, the old way of building wealth that we've been taught and looking, you know, I didn't spend a lot of time looking, but I'm just going off based on my knowledge that we've learned how to do it one paycheck at a time, right? Hey, you get paid and you want to keep moving up in your profession so you get more and more money per paycheck that way you can save more you can buy more you can give more and that's the old way of building wealth and i think that way has caused us to depend on business i think that's why they had trickle down economics right hey you give it to the big business and they'll pass their wealth down to you hopefully so that's the old way saving and saving is good saving is great you're supposed to save you're supposed to save but save on purpose. What do I mean by that? Don't save for a rainy day. Why? Because sometimes a rainy day might come. So why focus on saving for a rainy day? Save because you want to build wealth. And then if that day comes, you're already prepared. You don't have to think about it. Emergencies. They say make an emergency fund where if you're already saving, you're already going to have an emergency fund. You don't have to think about, hey, this is just for emergencies. Think about when you do save. Big bank is giving you 0.00 or 0.01 a point whatever they're giving you 
and interest on your money. I know sometimes you can look at your savings account and you can say, hey, you know, I have this much in it. Man, they gave me 10 cents this month. That's crazy, right? But that same thousand or even that same $10 that you have in your account, they're loaning it to someone else for crazy interest rates. Anywhere from, what do we see nowadays? 2% to probably 20 plus, 30 plus percent if it's on credit cards and things like that. And if your credit is not good, according to the so-called credit bureaus, which that's a whole nother podcast we can get into, it can be just, you never wanna have a balance on anything because you're gonna pay more interest than you loaned out, than you borrowed rather. So that, that saving is good, but it's the old way of doing things. Buying a house to live in, your house to live in, one house to live in for you or you and your family. Let's say your home, buying your home. Um, that's an old way as well. Why do I say that? Um, because that's one property, right? And the hope that it in, increases in value, as we've seen in the markets, that goes up and down. And it's based on a fad, right? A trend. Hey, the market's down now. Okay. Hey, the market's up now. They even do, think about this, during coronavirus, the market is up and nobody's, well, I'm not going to say nobody. The market, the housing market is up and look how many people are out of work. Look how many people are dependent on the government to come in and give them something to help them just even buy food or put food on the table. But the, the real estate market is up. That's where we go into the point to where I talked about in the previous podcast where uh, when I talked about the American dream is designed for the people with the most influence keep getting more influence and the people that are not in that they have to work harder to get less or to get hopeful handouts. You know, that's another one right there with the house. Um, and I'll get into the investment part of that in a moment. And the old way is buying stuff. That American dream and, and what I've seen in the past, my parents, my grandparents, uh, well, my grandparents probably were a little different, but what we see on TV, social media and advertisement, the Joneses, the neighbors, is stuff equals success in the mind's eye. Stuff equals success. Hey, they got a new car. Ooh, they're doing good. Ooh, they got a new house. Ooh, they're doing good. Ooh, they have wonderful clothes. Ooh, they're doing good. Ooh, they're always smiling when they're outside. Ooh, they're doing good. And this is kind of based off what we think about the material way of generating wealth. But as we know, as soon as we buy something, the value goes down in most things. Now, the new way. Let's talk about the new way. Now, this is the scary way. And understand the new way may not be the new way, but it's new if you hadn't done it before. Let's agree on that, right? So it could be buying stocks. That's the new way of investing if you've never done it before. That's the new way of building wealth if you hadn't done it before, right? So that's a learning curve that we have to go through. And we'll talk about self-education later. Let's talk about the new way, investing in the stock market. We might say, well, you know, I, I really don't get into that. But if you got a 401k, you do. Because every company invests in the stock market and their 401ks. It's designed around the market. That's why when the stock market goes down drastically, you see your 401k deteriorate. It goes lower, it gets in the red and we get nervous, right? And that's just a way of other people choosing how to invest your money. The good thing about 401ks, if an organization matches, that's a win-win situation. So that's a good investment if it's matched. But that same token, if we self-educate, 
we can learn how to put our money to play or put our money in the market our way on things that we personally feel comfortable with. So just think about that one. The other one is real estate, not your home, just other real estate like buying land, uh, buying other houses to rent out or to flip, to sell, or even buying business properties to, to start a small business in. Another one is Forex, investing in foreign exchange. Now, I would say myself, I need to do some self-educating on that, but I will. Um, but that's a, that's a huge market out there, a huge investment. Um, that's more, it's more money in Forex than the stock market and cryptocurrency combined. It is tons. These things I'm talking about, I'm gonna do video series on them and, and just kind of show people and talk through it uh, what I'm talking about. Uh, they're trying to just kind of crack that shell of not letting this stuff be new to them. So we kind of break that fear of the unknown. And cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is one of the hottest trends right now. And I think cryptocurrency is gonna be around a while. Why do I say that? What people need to understand is the stock market started small as well. These companies, cause it was only so many companies to invest in, right? And new companies popped up. Some companies did good, some companies did bad. Some companies went away. Some companies made a vicious comeback and they leading the industry now. It's the same thing with cryptocurrency. And one thing about cryptocurrency is that it's connected to the network. It's connected to the World Wide Web. And the World Wide Web is about to go into the 3.0. If you never knew this, I'm going to just give you a little a snippet on that. Um, web 1.0 1, 1 was like Napster, you know, back in the early 90s when it came uh, along. Now it's Web 2.0 where everybody's kind of communicating. You got platforms. You got the social media, you can use your phone with the app. Now, as we go into web 3.0, um, that's where the artificial intelligence start coming in where we kind of see it a little bit now where you can have a refrigerator that if you're low on milk, it'll order it automatically. Or like when your car service light comes on, it kind of tells you engine check, but it's gonna get to the point to where in 3.0, it's gonna tell you exactly what's wrong and it's gonna set up an appointment for you to go see the repair person. So that's coming. There's nothing we can do about that. That is coming. So one of the things that we have to understand is we have to self-educate. And if we don't, we're just going to get left behind. I heard an analogy not too long ago was it, it's like, you know, cryptocurrency and these new ways of investing are like the, the taxi cabs, the old yellow taxi cab, right? When rideshare came along, like Uber, Lyft came along. It's like the yellow cab versus rideshare. When rideshare came along, the old yellow cab, they got pushed out. Why? Because, man, instead of paying $20 to go down the street, I pay four. And then if I want to pay two, I just, hey, I'll share this ride with somebody else because I don't have to be there in a hurry. We can't be the yellow cab. We can't be that yellow cab driver sitting there looking at Uber driving by and then Uber becoming the way to build wealth in that person's life. And I'm stuck on the yellow cab. And sometimes I, I, I joke around and I say it's the flip phone mentality. You, can't, you gotta let the flip phone go. Uh, you gotta get that smartphone. And this is what investing your own way in self-educating will do. It will let you drop that flip phone that we carry around. Or let's go a little farther, the pager, right? Let's drop that pager. Why? Because I can get instant texting, you know, instant messaging. Let's think about that as we say, that 
I don't want, uh, I don't know anything about that. Well, we can self-educate and learn something. Most of all, the new way to invest is investing in yourself. People are like I already do. Well, I already invested myself. Hmm. Do you really? Okay. When was the last time you paid someone to do what you knew how to do because it was more convenient? And you didn't want to sacrifice the time to do it because you had other better things not to do. What does that mean? Might've been like, hey, I just want to rest and sit down. Uh, I'll pay somebody a couple hundred bucks to do it. Now, with that couple hundred bucks you paid, you probably could have bought $25 in parts or resources or tools, took two hours out of your time and did it. And then you could have took the other 175 bucks and invested in a stock or cryptocurrency or forex or just left it in your savings and i call those micro purchases and we'll get to that in another episode but think about that self-education is critical in moving and empowering the next generation self-education i'm not talking universities i'm not talking you know a, a college i'm talking about sitting down reading watching videos even if you have to watch a hundred and go through the step-by-step method yourself, that's self-educating that you don't have to depend on somebody else to do. Now, at times I think we make that difficult. Why do I say that? Because I think we can spend a lot of time searching for random things on our cell phones or computers instead of things that would genuinely help us move to the next level. And that's the next thing I wanna talk about is, like I said, most of all, you are the new way through self-education, but also sacrificing time. That's one of those things that a person has to look at within themselves to say, what time is he talking about? I'm talking about the time to just pause for a moment and say, okay, what are the things do I need to self-educate on? Let me sit down and do it because it's gonna help make my life better. And one thing is mindset. What is our mindset? Now, what are we? after what makes us happy what makes us sad what makes us want to just jump up and do everything we possibly can not only to change our situation but to make those around us lives better so that time to sit back in your bubble i got a series on your bubble but to sit back in your bubble and focus and, and quiet the noise and say hey i need to learn about this why? Because it's important for me to move to the next level. I need to get this noise out of my head, which is usually noise from everybody else and not myself. I need to quiet my space down. I need to get my bubble quiet so I can think. Understand, this is not putting people to the side. This is not caring about those folks around you. But like I've said a thousand times, you are the most important part of your success. And I'm not talking success as in financial. I'm talking about success as in living your life on purpose. That's you. And sometimes you have to get everybody else's stuff out of your head and get those folks out of your bubble because it's difficult for two people to exist in the same bubble if they're not on the same sheet of music and everything. And that's difficult. So it's always better, in my opinion, to get your bubble right. And then you have somebody else on that next outside layer. It could be anything. It, you know, it's what you, what's important 
to making sure you can help other people. What's that thing? You have to determine what that thing. What's that thing to help make you have peace and you're supported in your direction of having peace? What's that thing? I don't know because it's different for everybody. So I would like for you to think about that, okay? And then the other most of all and most important thing is comfort. Are you comfortable in what you do? Or is it always stressful? Is it always being tugged and pulled and yanked? Or is it comfortable? Like, hey, no problem, seamless, no problem. Try to make it as seamless as possible while supporting those around you, but also while getting your own peace of mind, your, you know, getting your own mindset where you have that that drive, that focus, that determination to be better and, and to be better and, and those around you to be better. I know I can stay on that topic, but your bubble is important. Think about it. Think about what's in it. Now, what I want you to do this right here. So I want you to stop, stop, stop. The next time you get ready to pull your card out or to make a purchase, I want you to stop, think, then look around your space and see, hey, do I have these resources and tools already? Or am I just making this for convenience, making this purchase for convenience? Do I really need it right now? If you don't need it right now, get it when you need it. And maybe between the time of you thinking about getting it and then you need it, you figure out you don't need it or you have the things around you to, uh, to make it yourself. I'm going to close this podcast on this. A challenge, a challenge to you, a challenge to everyone. Open accounts, open investment accounts. It takes no money, it is free. And then if you have somebody sharing a link with you, referring you, you and those people get money. You know, you get some Bitcoin, you get some money, you know, both people. So that's a good thing, right? But we'll discuss that in my next podcast. I'm not going to put anything in this one because I want this one just to kind of just give you something to think about first. Then what I challenge you to do is start self-educating yourself. What do I mean by that? If you got a certain lotion you like, learn how to make it yourself. If you got a certain soap you like, learn how to make it yourself. Air freshener, learn how to make it yourself. And usually when you get these tools, when you buy these few resources, yeah, it might cost, like, let's say you have to go out and spend 25. I'll just use 25 as a base. You spend 25 bucks to get the tools to make your own air freshener. Nine times out of 10, that's going to last you a long time, like years. You throw it in the closet with the other stuff, and when you need it, you pull it out, you make your air freshener, and you keep it moving. That's going to be more cost-saving than going out and buying the individual air freshener that you need each time. Because I'm quite sure at least during the year you might have to make a couple purchase of it, but that could equally that could easily equal 25 bucks a year or maybe a year and a half. There you go. You already spent 25 one time and you don't have to buy any for the next 10 years. And that might be a quart, you know, a quart size or whatever you need. It might not even be a quart. I'm just, you know, using a, a large amount. Try making your own. Uh, diversify in every way possible. Diversify your money by saving, investing, ed self-educating, and things like that. Diversify your money. Diversify your time. Spend some time self-educating. Spend some time meditating. Spend some time working. Spend some time just doing those things that, that make your life not only more comfortable and peaceful, but it helps you control your mindset. Diversify the people around you. Whoa, I pause. I pause for effect. I think that's what this that's what people say, right? I pause for effect. 
Like, how do I do that? If people are not bringing positivity in your life, you need to minimize time around them because they're going to help you not be what you desire to be. Diversify your dreams. If you keep dreaming the same dream and you haven't tried to accomplish that dream, you're wasting your dream. Uh, people might say, well, I can't make me dream about something else. You can. Why do I say that? If you do different things, your brain will dream of different things because it only focuses on the information that's been put into it. I think that makes sense. Your dreams come from your activities, what you read, what you watch, what you do, what you think about, mostly. I'm not a doctor, but I'm quite sure those are a few things that affect your dreams, experiences. So start adding to your brain so you can have new dreams, new desires, new goals, new focuses, new things to try to accomplish. Now, this right here is something that I'm doing right now. I challenge you to, to share your learning. Shared learning will help get us to the next level of anything we want to do. What do I mean by that? If I learn something, share what, share what you learn. If I learn something, I share what I learn as soon as I can. I don't keep it to myself because I think everybody deserves a chance or the opportunity to succeed and to better themselves and to control their one life that they live. Everybody deserves that opportunity. And if an individual is just holding everything to self, that stifles a community, that stifles growth. You know, it's like growing a plant in a cup. When you get ready to put it in the ground, it slows the growth down. But if we share our learning, if we have shared education, it's a constant nutrient that we're gonna receive, so we'll keep growing, keep seeing different things, keep having different dreams. We'll keep challenging ourselves to do better, to be better, to help others and to be dynamic and, and not be so bent on the cultural conditioning that we've been given from our past, present, and will be future if we don't get control of it, to keep us just not being the best. It will keep us from reaching our highest potential because we're gonna be living in a box. So break that box wide open, get rid of it, throw it in the recycle bin, okay? And trust yourself. Trust yourself today. You trust yourself to make the right decisions, to help make everything around you better and those around you thrive on their lives so their lives can be better. This might be kind of corny, but I think if we have a bubble or if we have folks around us that are thriving to be better and not complacent, I think that makes a better community. Because when you have those conversations, they're gonna be constructive. When you're doing things, they're gonna be constructive. When you're dreaming, they're gonna be constructive. When you accomplish something, not only will you be proud, but everybody around you gonna be happy. Why? Because we're doing kind of the same thing. So that's a business model. That's a life model. That's an individual model to actively participate in their lives towards success. And I can say this a thousand times. Success is not based on materialistic things to me. Success is being able to make your own decisions and doing it yourself without needing anyone around you to do it. What do I mean by that? I know I just said, hey, let's do this share thing, but what success means, if I wanna go build a building, I can start building that building and I can get it done. Now, if I have a good community around me, guess what's gonna automatically happen? They're gonna participate in me building that building without request. 
So I didn't need anybody help, but boy, help sure came because everybody knows they're building on a good foundation. Think about that. Hopefully I didn't make this podcast too long. I just wanted to get that out. Now on the next podcast, I'm going to talk about how to open your own accounts, how to go ahead and start investing in yourself, how to, you know, to get that mind frame of if I can give $20 to a store, doggone it, I can give $20 to myself at the same time. So automatically when I make that $20 purchase, I have my phone or whatever I have, and I'm going to invest $20 in myself right then. And I'm not keeping it in my savings account. I'm going to buy a stock, some cryptocurrency or Forex or something, or put that another $25 towards a real estate purchase every time. So I want everybody to start doing that. Will I say it? Stop. What did I say? Stop. What did I say? Stop. Remember, you are your most valuable asset. Always invest in yourself first. Next episode, episode two, we're going to talk about opening these accounts and we're going to go ahead and get started. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for being amazing. That is very important. As we end this podcast today, I want to let each one of you know that not only are you incredible, but it's about you that constructive conversations happen.